to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCourt, founder of God Hope Ministry, Loto from Loto Ministry, and Phil Ville from Verge Collective. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Oh yes, Christ is King, and we are subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. This is Kingdom Talk Radio every Saturday from 12 to 1 here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. We're a voice in the wilderness. We're not shrinking back. We're pulling out the stops. The floodgates are open. The veil has been rent, and the kingdom of God is on the move. By the power of the Holy Spirit, Mm. we're proclaiming the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God. And as usual, we have our co-hosts here. We have Loto here from Loto Ministries. Loto, it's a blessing to be together in Christ. Always a blessing being here, Dennis. Good afternoon, everybody. We're pressing on together along with Mr. Philville, yes. our celebrity, <laughs> almost guest host. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's great being back here, as always, with uh, the two of you, at least one of you, whichever one. No, I love you guys both. It's great being back. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, and we're just really emphasizing the principles of the kingdom, but yeah. wanting to always be redeeming. When mm-hmm. we take a stand as citizens of the kingdom— Yes, we can be vehement with regards to our rejection of evil, but we want to make sure that we're bringing the grace of God and offering a way out. We're called to preach forgiveness in Christ, and that's what we're going to do today. We're going to look at some scriptures about our call uh, to be ministers of reconciliation uh, in the context of all these challenges. You know, um, so so this is the thing is that uh, one thing I want to do right up front here is make a correction regarding a statement that I made last week. What we had was, is down at Dodger Stadium, thousands of us went down there to pray, to worship, to share the gospel. Mm. And lo and behold, I learned there that the uh, California Teachers Association was putting pressure on the Dodgers to bring in this hate group, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, to mock Christ and and Catholics and Christians. And, uh, and so I made the statement that our tax dollars— were being used to pay for his this man's salaries, which is not altogether accurate. Uh, the correction is is that union dues. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's worse, to be honest with you. But uh, so if you're a teacher and you're paying union dues, your union dues are going to pay for this kind of nonsense in pushing this agenda. What in the world does the teachers' union have to do? A teachers' association have to do uh, with with uh, this yeah. whole group going down there, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Very uh, powerful, though, far as the political influence. They are. They're, they're trying to control the teachers one way. Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah. And so we're, today we're going to be covering some difficult subjects, but important ones. Uh, the Democrats introduced a federal conversion therapy pan, ban. Uh, and so, of course, we're against conversion therapy, but we're for conversion yeah. and transformation. And we'll yeah. talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and just this week. It was, there was a unanimous vote, Republicans and Democrats, to change the California Constitution to enshrine gay marriage in the Constitution. Our hope is not in a political party. Our hope is certainly not in Sacramento or Washington, D.C. Our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that. Republicans unanimously either didn't vote or they voted for enshrining in the California Constitution gay marriage. Uh, and so... Uh, we'll talk about that. Also, um, the, there was a what they call an apostolic visitation that was uh, completed in Tyler, Texas. There's a bishop who has been outspoken um, 
no, for life. He's a pro-life uh, bishop. He was there at the stadium, along with uh, other Christians and Catholics there at Dodger Stadium. He's been vocal against some of the things that uh, the current pope has been uh, promoting in uh, really, in some ways, tolerating uh, sin. And he gets an apostolic visitation. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you, that visitation doesn't mean tea and crumpets, okay? Mm-hmm. It's actually coming to to bring a correction. And we need to be aware of this. Uh, we need to be praying for our Catholic brothers and sisters. There's many that are taking a stand, and we need to understand what's going on. There's a division that the enemy's trying to bring within the church, within amongst believers. And um, also, uh, there are several, there's a list of Democrats that looks like they signed a uh, a petition of some sort, at least they're openly saying that abortion is consistent with the Catholic faith. Yeah. So this is not uh, not good or true. And then we're also going to talk about the Chosen controversy. Are you guys familiar with that? There's been some concerns about the Chosen series. One of the uh, cameramen had a rainbow flag on his camera. Also, it's not just that, though. It's kind of a watered-down Jesus. Now, again, I'm not going to say don't watch The Chosen. I'm not going to be bashing it. But there's some discernment that does need to be brought to the fore. It is entertainment. It's, you know, it is, you know, uh, the movie industry. There's a certain amount of poetic license. So I'm not going to blackball and say The Chosen's bad. There are some videos out there that are really slamming it. But I do think there's some discernment that needs to be brought when it comes to that. Um, and then we have some uh, Supreme Court victories, even just today. Uh, we record here live from the luxurious Manchester studios every Friday, but we, we air on Saturdays mm-hmm. from 12 to 1. And right now, live today, Friday, there's a couple of victories that just came out. A web designer got uh, uh, a decision in his favor. He does, he's not going to be forced to support gay marriage, which is a no-brainer constitutionally and certainly morally as well, and biblically. Um, and uh, also this uh, postal worker uh, was granted uh, his First Amendment rights, and we'll talk about that as well. But before we do, brothers, you know, it's important uh, that we're always, like our Father in Heaven, being redemptive. It says here in Luke twenty four forty six to 47, and he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it was fitting for Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, so that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be preached in his name among the nations. Hallelujah. Amen. So that, see, we must recognize that it was required of Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead so that we could preach repentance. And forgiveness of sins. And that's what we do here on Kingdom Talk. We are preaching forgiveness. There is hope. There is forgiveness because of what Christ uh, did. We, If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And redemption is to be preached uh, in Jesus' name. And it's, what's interesting about redemption is, you know, we... We understand like a coupon. If you get a coupon, you have to redeem the coupon mm-hmm. to get the value of the coupon, right? Yep. And what does that mean to redeem the coupon? Take it to the store? Yeah. Take, Take it back to the source. Yep. So to redeem yeah. the coupon, you bring the coupon. It left the source, which is the corporate entity, right? 
And then you redeem it by bringing it back to the source, Mm -hmm. and then you get the value. And that's what it is for us who have gone astray. He says, we all like sheep have gone astray. Let us return unto the bishop and shepherd of our Mm. souls. And so we have gone astray. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Adam broke the connection with God, and then we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity, and uh, we are in need of redemption. And so we must be brought back to the source, and that's what Christ came to do, is he came to die on the cross for our sins, to pay that price. He came to give us life. Thank you, Lord. Uh, As in Adam all die, so in Christ shall all be made alive. So, so... Uh, he's given us the ministry of reconciliation, but but we ourselves have been brought back to the source. Mm. And it's well, then and only then when we're brought back to the source is the true value realized. And you know the value of something by the price someone will pay for it, right? And we know that God paid That's a right. terrible price for you Man. and I, mm. the greatest price. Yeah, And that's the value that we have. So... We want to be, as we're taking a stand against these things that are going on in the cult, sure, that we're always redeeming, we're always offering a hope, even for political leaders that we reject, that should there be a turn uh, towards Christ, towards repentance, that there's hope for them, even the governor of California, the president of the United States, who are leading people astray, uh, that there's hope for them, that they would... Heed the call, just as Paul met with Felix, the governor, he reasoned with him regarding righteousness, temperaments, temperance, and the judgment to come. So we must be reasoning with those that are around us as we take a stand on these things. Uh, and um, so, so if you feel any compunction, contrition, sorrow, guilt, or even shame for, for sin, there's hope for you. You're not beyond redemption. That's the Holy Spirit convicting you. And Loto, so let's say somebody's listening here and they're caught up into sexual promiscuity or drug addiction or uh, maybe they, they're, they're living a lifestyle of kleptomania where they're stealing things or, or what have you. There's relationships that are broken. What, what can we offer them as far as in Christ? Jesus did not come to die for sexual immorality. He didn't come to die for... Uh, you know, thieving and stealing and all that. Jesus came to die for all sins. Amen. To pay for every single sin. The sin is sin. Doesn't matter if you stole a piece of gum or if you shot a gun at somebody. Sin is sin. And you are not beyond redeeming, beloved. You are not beyond reconciling to God. You are not beyond saving. And I just want you to know that, man, that Christ came and, and just like Dennis explained, and he gave his life for you. And if you were the only one here, if you were the only one on earth, Jesus would still come and give his life so that he can redeem you. You can't use a, a, a Save Mart coupon at, at, a, at a Walmart. You can only go to Save Mart to redeem that coupon. There's no other way to heaven but through Jesus. Jesus is the only one that can redeem you. He's the one that created. He's the original manufacturer. He's the original creator. He's the one that created you. God created you. And it's only through him that you can be redeemed. So with all the, you know, the kleptomaniac, uh, the, the sexual immorality, all that, all of that comes with this nasty stuff called guilt, shame, 
a heaviness. It even comes with depression. It comes with all that. But Jesus can redeem you from that. But most of all, Jesus can redeem you from hell. Because if we're if we're in sin, that's where we're directed. But Jesus came to jump in the way to intercept you from that from that road so that you can be redeemed. And all you have to do is call on him. That sounds very simple, but that's how God wanted it. God gave his son to make salvation so simple while everybody else makes it complicated. You got to go to church. You got to. Yes, you got to do all that. But the first things first, you have to call on Jesus and make things right with him. Amen. And what an offer of a free gift of salvation. Christ paid it all. We simply just need to turn to him. Thank you so much, Loto. We want to always be offering that here on Kingdom Talk Radio every Saturday from 12 to 1 here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, a wonderful thing to know that we have nothing standing between us and God when we turn to him and confess our sins and he receives us as sons and daughters of God. In Romans three twenty one to 25, it says, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all men and upon all them that believe there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, Amen. being justified, which means declared righteous mm. or made righteous, made righteous, being justified freely by his grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, there you go, there's your redemption, Yes. whom God has set forth to be a propitiation or a atoning mm. sacrifice. One who steps in, takes the sin on himself, pays the price for it, and suffers, dies, and rise again uh, and to give us life. It says that's, he's the, the, the atoning sacrifice through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remissions of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. And so uh, this is the thing is that we're bringing forth God's word and wanting to make sure that our hearts are aligned with the father's heart. Jesus gave the parable of the shepherd that left the 99 to go after the one. And that's what we're doing here. We're wanting to make sure that we're offering that hope and, and, and forgiveness because we have sinned. We have been forgiven and we're grateful for that grace. And whenever you've got something that you value, you know, you get a new car, brand new car, you want to take your friends out in it, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, you get something Amen. you want to share yep. what you have, if it's valuable. <laughs> uh, right, Phil? Don't eat in the car. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's the thing. So we want to share the just the joy that we have. That's right. You know, John says, these things be right unto you that your joy may be made full. And this is the nature of our God. In Psalm 103, 8 to 12, it says, Yahweh is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, there's something really awesome, right, Dennis? Um, it never fails. Those who come to God with a sincere heart, we've all seen this. They get saved and just radically changed. I mean, their life, it, it's like one thing that, that we, we, we don't emphasize enough is that God can't wait to lavish you with his blessings. 
God can't wait to show his goodness and mercies. Like he looks forward, beloved, to like just to lavish you with his goodness and mercies. Like that's your heavenly father's nature. So, man, it's so awesome. Like when you see somebody sincerely come come to God with a sincere heart, how their life is just radically impacted by that one decision. Wow. Right? Yes. It's a testimony after our own lives, right? Yes. 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 Over and over again, uh, we see that. And, um, you know, so, so, um, here we have this, this situation, uh, Phil, where we have Democrats that are in- introducing a, a federal conversion therapy ban. Mm. Um, you familiar with that? Uh, not as, not, I know they're really trying to, uh, to ban some things, but yeah. tell me about it. Well, it's yeah. basically what they're doing is, is they're saying, look, there are psychologists that had a particular plan on how they're going to help gay people not be gay, right? And so they were using a lot of psychobabble and psychological uh, approaches to this. And it turns out it doesn't work. Surprise, surprise, right? The arm of flesh, right? Man's ways are not going to work. Uh, so, so, so we're not for conversion therapy. We're for conversion <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we're right? for transformation in christ be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of we are pro-trans mm-hmm. pro-transformation yeah right yeah be not conformed to this world be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good acceptable and perfect will of god i know the left has really been opposed for parents who might have a child who's struggling and then trying to be there and 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 love them through the process of them trying to figure some things out. They're trying to stop parents from being a parent. They're trying to share the word of God with their with their kids, trying to explain what is right, what is wrong, what right. is temptation. There's a variety of temptation. You can be tempted for a lot of different things. And this is temptation, and they consider that, uh, you know, just the wrong, the wrong way. They think that we're the, the extremists for that. And, exactly. And if and if. Uh, Feel it. I mean, what you're saying is so true. I have a, I have a proposal. I have a, I got, got a deal to offer. We will help these Democrats fight the fight against the electric therapy that they're probably talking about, all mm-hmm. the crazy therapy yeah. stuff. Because again, we are for conversion. We'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and join their fight because we don't agree with that either. Um, uh, but then they join us with the fight to the, uh, yeah, like stop mutilating our kids. Oh, yeah, exactly. Stop cutting our kids' parts off. You know, mm-hmm. let's. You know, let's, 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 you know, let's propose that deal. There yeah, you go. Yeah, we're dealing with, with the heart, with the emotion. We're yeah. dealing with the, the spiritual growth. They're just saying, uh, you know what the answer is? Behind your parents' back, we're going permanently, to permanently cut, yes. uh, you know, just, just uh, sterilize you. You know, and so how do we reach these parents? How can we uh, encourage them, you know, and how to take a stand on this, is, you know, and, and to uh, encourage them? You know, to pursue, if you're able to, to homeschool and pull your children out of the government school. My wife and I did that. Uh, she did the homeschooling. The government uh, church. Yeah. Pulled out of the government schools yeah. and, and, and yeah. uh, homeschooled uh, our children. And there's no regrets there. We actually did various things. We, depending on the particular year, the particular child, the school, we did Christian school, public school, and homeschooling. Mostly homeschooling. A hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Mixing it up and there's mm-hmm. flexibility, you know, to, to, to do that. So, uh, we do encourage you if you're able to homeschooling is a great option, uh, rather than subjecting your children to the abuses that happen at the public government school. Now there's great teachers. Yep. There's good 
godly men and women that are mm-hmm. there as well. But we're talking about the agenda that's being forced upon children at school. They say the new uh, civil right fight is school choice. Mm-hmm. That's the new school, you know, you and go. I believe that is a great uh, uh, road to 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 tread on, tread down, you know, and I mean to keep school choice open to everything, you know, yeah. whether it's uh, moving your kid to another school if you if you don't, you know, if you don't like the one that your students at now, or to homeschool them, or as in your guys' case, you know, as a hybrid. But there's such a there's such a, a fight against school choice. It's 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 just crazy coming from the party or from the people who keep preaching choice. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We need to be able to choose what school we send our kids to. You have a choice, but as long as you choose the one I want for you. Yes. Yeah. 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 Here's your choices. Uh, I'll give you your choices. So, you know, but how? Do, so how do we? How do we encourage? That just depends on who we're talking about. How do we encourage the the twelve Democrats, or how do we encourage the parents? As far as the parents, I think I think you you, you hit it very well. You know. Uh, encourage them to to check their different options and all that. That's right. That's but right. also, you know, to to like we do here every single Friday and Saturday noons. You know, we 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 continue to demonstrate kingdom. You know, yeah. because there's a lot of parents who they. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to sound so so uh, so. Uh, what's the word? I don't want to say violent, but you know, we don't want to keep talking about fighting, fighting, fighting. But they need to learn to fight because this really is a war that we're in. You know, over parental rights. That's right. And you know you're not alone. Yes. Prayer is the firing the winning shot. So come on. To be in the prayer, the war room, the yeah. prayer room, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and, then, and then as the Lord leads, go to a school board meeting. Even if, even if you don't speak, yes. show up. All right? Yes. And then as the Lord leads, get up to that microphone and you'll know that there are other parents that are praying for you and standing with you. And speak up for your child. Yes. I think that's empowering. Yes. It's extremely empowering. So I would just recommend going to some school board meetings. Mm-hmm. You know, I've spoken yeah. before, uh, and and uh, it's it's a wonderful experience of our free democratic yeah, republic. You're, you're general. I'm telling first, you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're out there. I love it. Yeah, well, that's I, I, I that's who I am, and I, and that's what I'm cut yes. for. Not everybody's cut for that, but I tell you what, if you go and you might find that the Lord's giving you the courage and the ability to just get up to the microphone and basically stand up for your child and share your heart, God will bless that. So yeah, we well, encourage you. way more of us than, that, than them. Exactly. They, uh, go ahead. No, no, on, on that note, that's exactly it, right? I mean, yeah. you, you said it, Dennis. Not everybody can just jump on that microphone in front of strangers, you yeah. know, but we can all talk to loved ones. There you go. I, I think that's another yeah. option there. Great it's like stuff. Continue to speak yeah. to each other because then we'll find like, wait a minute, I didn't know you agreed. I didn't know you believed the same thing, you know. Then that brings encouragement, you know, and what, man, then it, it, it's it's so crazy, Dennis, because, I find in a lot of mothers, especially mothers who don't really want to get involved with things and don't really want to engage, when you start when you start presenting the facts and you start showing them, hey, this is what they're doing to your kid, it, it's 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 like this button is hit and and it just this thing just turns on in on them uh, on in them, and man, they become the greatest advocate, you know, because again, they're not aware. So I think another option is that we continue to talk to our neighbors, talk to our families, talk to our loved ones. There we go. Exactly. Now, this what they're calling this bill, this uh, ban on conversion therapy, the Therapeutic Fraud Prevention Act, introduced Monday in the House by none other than Representative Ted Lieu. Do you know who Ted Lieu is? Mm-hmm. Democrat in California. There is a great YouTube out there on yes. Candace Owens, basically confronting him in 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 the House there in Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you got to yeah. look that one up, anyhow. 
Um, he's promoted a lot of these very um, liberal ideas. But but again, I'm not against banning, uh, you know, um, conversion therapy. But uh, there's bigger problems in the world. But what they what they're really wanting to hit at is conversion. Yeah, I was going to say because exactly they're if I just I just yeah. caution when you start banning things like conversion therapy. Then they're going to start playing playing that word game. They're going to define what conversion it's a therapy though. is. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It, yeah, here, here, here yeah. This, this article says it says that um, it's sometimes called reparative therapy. It refers to a broad range of interventions. I'm I'm for interventions, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, in love, uh, there's family interventions, right? Yeah, you've heard of those. Participated. I participated in. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's also uh, designed to change a person's sexual orientation or gender identity, but most often involves spiritual counseling or talk therapy. It's been denounced by major medical organizations as unscientific. Follow the science. Yeah. My goodness. The DSM, the Diagnostic uh, Psycho- Psychological Man- Manual, um, has been changed. You just go back 20, 30 years ago, and they, they in the 70s, it was maybe like 40, 50 years ago, they stated that uh, homosexuality was a disorder. It was a mental disorder. It wasn't the exact words, but it was basically saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so all of a sudden now they got all this new science, you know. Um, so, so the point is, is that we're called to love people to go where they are, to leave the 99 and go after the one. We're called to embrace people where they are, to go like the Samaritan did and go to the one who's hurting and pour in the oil and wine, not walk across the street, not shun them, go right to where they are and bring healing and consoling and counsel and encouragement that there's redemption for you if you're brought back to the source you redeem the coupon. If, you, if you're redeemed, you're brought back to the source and your true value will be made known and you'll find wholeness, peace, love. Yes, a new identity in Christ. Your true identity in Christ. And find transformation and freedom from acting out on sexual immorality. That's the hope that we have. Do you think we're going to shrink back yeah. from that? No. Loto, you're on the front lines. You're working with young people mm-hmm. in gangs. You're working with young people in juvenile hall. You're working with young people on the streets. And you see the brokenness. Yeah. Are you going to be intimidated that you don't, don't, don't bring any spiritual counseling or talk therapy? Is that going to keep you from bringing the good news and hope to a young person who's confused and needs a hug and love and, mm-hmm. and affirmation and identity in Christ as a daughter or son of the king? Man, amen. No, and we have to know how to chew gum and walk at the same time. Yeah. Because while we're saving these kids and pulling them out the fire, we also have to be aware of those who will use Trojan bills like this one, talking about conversion therapy. But we, like you said, we know they're not talking about the therapy. That's part. right. They're talking about the conversion. Come part. on. That's what they want to put the stop to. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know that hearing your analogy of the coupon and – I think a lot of times as us as individuals, as people, maybe those who are not serving God, you don't realize you have value. You just think you're just a piece of paper. Wow. You don't realize you're marked with the calling. You're marked with, with the love that God is reaching out and the gospel message. And so I, I know that, God, I don't want to be just a piece of paper. I want to be something more. And he sees the value that we don't see. But I, I love that in, in ministry. 
but here as as uh, the government don't see the value in our kids they just see them as so good as a future agenda that push their their motives or you know what I'm saying push their indoctrination mm-hmm. yeah exactly now yeah. you were a youth pastor mm-hmm. I was the, a youth leader yeah youth leader, youth leader I, yeah I, I helped load out and yeah. actually I'm a youth leader right now at uh, the church earlier locally okay very good worship there yeah excellent and so you're you're there in the trenches and you're working with these young people they need to understand their value don't they yeah right now they're always questioning identity is the number one Huge. thing to do identity and uh because they're told they could be not oh not just a, a, an astronaut a doctor a lawyer no you could be the opposite sex you could be a furry you could be all these things that are just basically they're talking about mental health no they're i think they're distorting mental health they're confusing yeah yeah and and so yeah. we're going to bring uh, the truth of the gospel of jesus christ come hell or high water you know we're mm-hmm. not going to be intimidated <laughs> Uh, we will take a stand Amen. in love. That's right. And reach out. Yeah. Like you guys are doing on a regular basis. And I so appreciate you and what God has you doing. Um, and so here we go now, right here in Sacramento. Um, we have, it was a unanimous vote, Republicans and Democrats, to change the California Constitution to enshrine gay marriage in the Constitution. So our hope is in the kingdom, not in Sacramento or Washington, D.C., or any political party. The California Assembly members overwhelmingly voted today, or this was on Monday, for an amendment to the state constitution redefining marriage to include same-sex couples. The vote included 58 Democrats and eight Republicans voting yes. That's how much of a one-party state we are, right? Mm Mm-hmm. With the, re- the the remaining members not voting, so now the state the, the 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 question will go to the state senate. Now it was Proposition Eight that enshrined it in the Constitution. Yes, the marriage between a man and woman, which is good. It's virtuous. It's wholesome. Mm-hmm. It's godly. We stand for traditional marriage. Yeah. We stand. I stand against gay marriage. I, it's not a marriage. Mm-hmm. You can call it marriage. It's not marriage because I want the best. We're here to be salt and light. And so uh, it's not helpful, it's not healthy, it's not wholesome, it's not loving to call something marriage when it's not marriage. You can call, you know, uh, anything you want. You can call two dogs uh, being together. You can call that marriage. You can call two trees. You can call that marriage if you want. But you, the state, and you as a human being or a corporate entity does not determine what marriage is. God does. And we see in Matthew 19, Jesus is confronted with this. And Jesus doesn't waffle. He doesn't shrink back. He's a man of his word. And he stands on his word. He is the word. Mm -hmm. And he says here in Matthew 19, 3, he says, And the Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, saying unto him, Is it lawful to put a man, put away, for a man to put away his wife for any and every cause. And he answered and said to them, have you not read? And that's what I want to say to Mr. Liu, the Democratic representative. Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female, not 67 genders, mm-hmm. okay? Male and female, he said, for this cause shall a man leave 
his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and the two shall be made one flesh. Therefore, they are no more two, but one flesh. And therefore, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Hallelujah. So, So here we see what marriage is. And so... I thought the Republican Party uh, had a platform of traditional marriage. Those assembly Republicans voting for this bill, they did it even though the California Republican platform says marriage should be defined as one man and one woman. So question, so prop, wasn't Prop 8, uh, forgive my ignorance on this, but but wasn't my memory Prop 8, the, the voters voting for the amendment? To protect marriage? Yes, and it actually got mm-hmm. into the Constitution, but yeah. then there was an activist judge, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I believe he was gay, mm-hmm. uh, who overrode the will of the people, the will of God, you know, first of all. Mm-hmm. O- overrode in his mind, in, yeah. in paper, but no one ultimately overrides God's will. God will have his way. Mm-hmm. There's a day coming. Yeah. There's a day coming. And God will have his day in court. And God help us. May we have repented of all of our sins. And I pray for these representatives that they will turn and that they will find salvation, that they will flee the wrath to come. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sounds like some 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 of these assembly uh, folks uh, might have to get primaried. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, sounds like uh, some you know because this is this is old already. This is done. The thing I'm thankful for is that America and California is waking up. We see it all over the place where people are starting to be alerted and they're starting to engage, you know, on a political uh, in the political arena. Uh, but we all know that that's not where we win the fight. We win the fight in the closet, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and we uh, on our knees, you know. So but, yeah, it's 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 very alarming that all these Republicans. Yes. Yeah, so so the thing is, we we we, we covered this on, on the podcast, you know, we touched on this uh, last week also here on the show. It's, it was it, it was very discouraging that it got covered like pretty much nowhere else. We got the email from Jim uh, down south, and uh, you know, so so we wanted to alert everybody. But these are the things. This is why we need again, like earlier I said earlier, we need to talk to each other because we're not going to get this from the news. You know, th- this is the a, a lot of people are hearing about this for the first time, and so some people might be wondering, like, well, why why should we care? Because uh, in in our constitution, because of Prop Eight, you know, we did have uh, marriage. The definition of marriage between a man and a woman enshrined in our constitution. Like you said, Dennis, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a, a judge went, you know, did his own thing. So then we had to come back with Prop Twenty Two, went to the Supreme Court. Federally, marriage was recognized, you know, between wh- whoever, whatever, pretty much. Yeah, you know. But the reason why this is important again is 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 to take an example: Roe versus Wade. Remember that that was a federal uh, judgment. That was a federal thing. So federally, abortion was legalized, but but when it got it got struck down, it went back to the states. So it's up to each state to have their own statutes, their own laws about abortion. So so because states didn't have anything on the books, then they had to 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 put things on the books. They had to go through that whole process. Over here, though, if if. Um, if we ever struck down the whole federal law about uh, marriage and same-sex marriage, it would send it back to the states. Before this Amendment 5, 
marriage would have been protected, traditional marriage, because, again, it was enshrined in our state constitution. Therefore, if the states make the decision, then then that's, you know, this, this would have been in favor with traditional marriage. But now because of this, it's no longer in the constitution. So regardless of whether the federal law stays in place or not, we still, you know, we still don't have this protection that we, that we don't have anymore since Monday. Right. So, so they're, they're wanting to head off the potential of the current Supreme Court yeah. judge reversing the gay mm-hmm. marriage uh, act. Yeah. Yes. You know, so, so, but again, I think, so what you're saying is it hasn't completely uh, gone through the process, right? It's going to the Senate next, the state Senate. Right. Yeah. It's going to get, it's going to get ratified. Yeah. 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 But again, we need to speak out and I think it's time for primary, primary, primary. Yeah, exactly. And so the thing is, what they're wanting to say, these Republicans who voted for this, which um, I, I certainly want to make an effort to reach out to my representative and see if they have voted for yeah. this enshrinement of gay marriage in the Constitution. Um, what they're saying is is that um, they they uh, they they are they're basically acknowledging the constitutional right of clergy to choose those marriages which they solemnize. Um, they they hope this would allay fears regarding this bill affecting religious liberty of those who believe in the Bible and definition of one man and one woman for marriage. So so the, the point is, is that when something's not healthy, wholesome, or good, it's not just about the church and the kingdom. It is. But as citizens of the kingdom, we also want to be salt and light to the world yes. around us. Yeah. So, so somehow that they're, you know, uh, doing us a favor by not making it required for ministers to marry gay people, that somehow that's doing us a favor, which is, you know, really uh, <laughs> not the case because we have those rights from God, first of all, and then, of course, the First Amendment. Of course, that's the case. But what we're saying is, is that we want the best for our fellow citizens. And we believe, you can say you disagree. Yes. I mean, but I'm basing, we're basing our, our, our belief on, 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 what's good and right and true and traditional. We've seen it for thousands of years. We see the results of marriage between man and a woman, and we see the blessings of it. And we also are basing it upon the Bible. And you can disagree with us, Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, we want to influence towards better policy, which would be that the constitution would keep marriage between one man and one woman. So we want clarity. We expect pushback, but we're going to give clarity. And uh, that's what we're doing here on Kingdom Talk Radio every Saturday from 12 to 1 here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. We're not shrinking back from looking at the scriptures. We're taking a stand against the tide. We're rising up and shining the light in the darkness. We are resisting the devil and he is fleeing. Mm. And we're seeing the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God being established Because it's not just kingdom talk, it's kingdom action. And uh, so we're just grateful to be a part of this. Now, we have brothers and sisters who love the Lord Jesus Christ, who are Catholic. And uh, there's one uh, bishop who has been taking a stand, and he's had an apostolic visitation. They're visiting. And I don't think it was tea and crumpets. I think it was uh, that Mm. they were being—he was being um, chastised and corrected for taking a stand and speaking up. Uh, against some of the uh, error that's been going on with this current pope. 
Um, and he had he had a rant. Uh, uh, this this particular uh, I wouldn't know if I call it a rant, but it was it was a statement on Twitter. The priest who um, said that uh, the Pope was undermining the faith, uh, and uh, this is based upon his really silence on the abortion issue with regards to the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Not one word from the Pope congratulating that overturning of Roe v. Wade. Can you imagine? Gosh. Then the uh, Bishop Cordelioni in Oakland, California, the Bay Area, refused communion rightly to um, to uh, Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to the Vatican and what do they do? They serve her communion. And so uh, basically endorsing her. Nancy Pelosi, a good Catholic. Joe Biden, a good Catholic. According to the Pope. According to the Vatican. And so Strickland, who's 64, he's been Bishop of Tyler for 2012. I saw him there. I I don't think I actually met him, but I was standing right there with him uh, down in Dodger Stadium. Uh, He's taken a stand. And there are millions of Catholics who are believers. They actually believe the faith. Uh, I love them. I love that they're yeah. taking a stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and FoxNews.com is reporting the Vatican has begun a formal investigation into the Diocese of Texas. Bishop, who has publicly accused Pope Francis, like you said, undermining the Roman Catholic faith. And he, this bishop, uh, Joseph Strickland, referring to, he, he describes himself as a red-pilled bishop. <laughs> that was funny. Yes, he's uh, seeing through the deep church. So the Vatican is investigating a bishop, and out of all the things that that's happening that you just outlined right now, they're focusing on this bishop. They're focusing on it, and one of the bishops they sent over to hold him accountable has, has some pretty sketchy dealings yeah. in mm-hmm. his own life. Yes, yep. Uh, he was uh, somehow, oh, you know, overlooking it, apparently some sexual yes. uh, misbehavior in the church, and yet he's, it's like, you know, he's, he's the wolf going over to check on the the hen, I guess, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. You know, so, so um, yeah. I mean, I don't know that much about him, but I do know that uh, that he's had some some background ch- challenges as well, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, he, he, yeah, he was, he's, uh, he has a history of, uh, yeah, like the, the cover up and all that. You said, uh, of sexual misbehaviors. You're being nice, Dennis. It was worse than that. Really? Yeah, you know, so, so, uh, this, it, of all people that they could have sent to him, you know, so they're investigating him, not, not the sisterhood of perpetual indulgence. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, and even the, the local diocese did not support this yeah. rally Man, that was going on down in, in, uh, at the stadium, yet, Four or five thousands of us were there, mostly Catholics, but a lot of Protestants, and we were worshiping, we were praying, we were sharing yes. the good news. It was a historic time. Even uh, the inimitable uh, Jeremy, our producer, was yes. there taking a stand. Jeremy we had a great G. time. The Lord. JG. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Amen. And so. Yeah, um, they had an op- missed opportunity, is the understatement. Yeah. That, you know, the Catholic. Church should have been there, yeah. the leading the way there. Yeah, yeah. Tone deaf. Yeah. That's, that's what you call that. Yeah. That's for sure. They're a tone deaf. Yeah. yeah. And so we want to, again, recognize that, um, you know, as long as there is breath, as long as there's conviction, 
and a desire to repent, there's hope. Amen. If you find yourself hardened, like some of these leaders, that's a dangerous place Mm -hmm. where you hear the gospel and you hear what's coming. And I tell you what, we're going to be hearing more about this. I'm tired of preaching half a gospel. I'm tired of preaching three quarters of a gospel. The Lord's asking me to preach the whole gospel. And half a gospel is Jesus Christ died for our sins and rose from the dead. Three quarters of a gospel is Jesus Christ died for our sins. He rose from the dead. He ascended him. He poured out his Holy Spirit mm. to empower us. Or a watered gospel too. Yeah, yeah. a watered down gospel, right? Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. It empowered us to, 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 to live a life by the gifts of the Spirit and preach the gospel. But a, a, a more robust gospel is that Jesus Christ died for our sins. He rose from the dead. He ascended in heaven. He poured out his Holy Spirit to empower us to live a life of obedience to him by the power of the Spirit with spiritual gifts. And he's coming back to judge the wicked and reward the righteous. That's the whole gospel. The good news is that Jesus Christ is coming. And we need to, like the apostles do, warn people to flee from the wrath to come. I have neglected that part. I don't like to be you know, the guy that's labeled the doomsday preacher or whatever. Mm. But you know what? Uh, There is a day coming. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound an alarm in all my holy mountain. For the day of the Lord is near. And so we must give that warning. That's a powerful gospel. Yeah. Because it awakens people to righteousness. Yes. Awake to righteousness and sin not. So we're going to be bringing the full gospel of the kingdom of God here on Kingdom Talk every Saturday from 12 to 1. No more half a gospel, no more three quarters of a gospel, but the full gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Paul says, he says, I'm not ashamed. Mm. Are we ashamed? No, sir. God, help us. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God. Not me, not my loud voice, not my good looks, thank God, because I wouldn't get anywhere. (laughs) Not my great personality, because we know that doesn't pay nothing. Mm. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also the Gentile for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. And then what's the next verse for the wrath of God has come upon the children of disobedience. The wrath of God has come upon those who hold the the truth in unrighteousness. We're bringing the whole gospel here and it's good news because it's not Joe Biden coming back, man, come on. It's not even Donald Trump coming back. It's Jesus is coming back yeah. mm-hmm. to judge the living. And you got a organ sound going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> amen. Amen, amen. So moving along here, yeah. brothers. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the, these <laughs> Democrats are saying that it's consistent with their faith uh, to, to support abortion. That well, is, man. It's not. It's no. just not. Yeah. You know, um, it says, our faith unfailingly promotes the common good. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. Yeah, her quote, the fundamental tenets of my faith compel me to defend a woman's right to access abortion. I am proudly part of the faithful large minor- majority of U.S. Catholics who support legal protections for abortion access. Faithless Catholics. We stand with our brothers and sisters in the Catholic yeah. Church who are being faithful yeah. 
And I'm just grateful to have friends uh, that are taking a stand there as well. It says, our faith unfailingly promotes the common good, prioritizes the dignity of every human being. Well, you know, Jeremiah says, the heart of man is deceitful above all things mm-hmm. and desperately wicked. This is Jeremiah 17, right? Um, I don't know about this. The dignity of every human being and highlights the need to provide a collective safety net to our most vulnerable. The most vulnerable? Who's the most vulnerable? Yeah. Come on, man. The Obvious. most defenseless. Yeah. The, the most def- who's the most vulnerable and the most mm-hmm. defenseless human beings? The unborn babies. Unborn babies. That's the most dangerous place to be in America today. <laughs> it's not the streets of New York. It's to be in the womb of Come a mother on. because of these reprobates yeah. who are void of judgment. Yeah. Who are saying that it's faithful to stand for the killing and the murder of 60 million babies plus mm-hmm. in America. Yeah. She, she would love for us to think that that's true, right? When she says that the majority of Catholics, yeah. that, that's not, that's not what uh, Dodger Stadium told us there a few go. weeks ago. Yeah. You know, like, no, no, the majority is on our side. We have the ball. These people are trying so hard to take that ball back because they lost. They lost the, manipul- the, the monopoly of their media, uh, friends in the media that used to give them air cover, but it's it's so thin now. They couldn't even cover up an empty Dodger Stadium when they're celebrating what they celebrate. So give me a break about them having the majority. No, no, no. We have the ball, and we are in a full-force advance. And, and when we talk about being a full-force advance, it is, like you said, Dennis, it's preaching the full gospel. But one thing that everybody has to understand is when we we the driving force behind this and what we do here on Kingdom Talk and here at KXEX is love. That's mm, the driving that's force. The we're, we're doing this because of love. We're not gluttons for punishment. We're not we're not we don't we don't we're not looking forward to being criticized. We're not glutton for critics and all that. But we do this because of love. And the greatest thing you do when when it comes to loving somebody is telling them the truth. The worst thing you do, the most the, the, the most horrendous crime is to keep a truth like this away from somebody that needs to hear it. Not preaching this gospel in its totality is like, again, having a cancer cure and keeping it from loved ones wow. who have cancer. My goodness. And we, I so appreciate you, brothers. Please be praying for us here on Kingdom Talk and for all of KXCX Radio mm-hmm. uh, because we are going to continue to take a stand and we need your prayers. And I appreciate you standing together with us, our listeners. Yes. And, and, and you, uh, Loto and Philville, uh, it's a blessing and it's a privilege and it's an privilege. honor. It's a privilege yes. to take a stand and, and be, a spokesperson. Be, a, be a spokesperson for, for the gospel. And, and that's what we're called to do. Uh, and so um, moving along here, I do want to say that, again, when you bring the whole gospel, then even some of these leaders who mm-hmm. are leading people astray regarding abortion, regarding yeah. uh, gay marriage, the, the that, that they hear the full gospel, maybe it'll awaken them mm-hmm. to righteousness, right? When they are reminded of the soon coming of, of the judge, of, of, of the righteous one, Jesus, to come back and have his day in court. And so uh, hopefully we're, that's our desire. Our yeah. desire is for these leaders to turn, yeah, right? Yes. To turn from their, their, their ways and, and, and to find repentance and to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and receive mercy yeah. and grace. You know, Paul was Saul. Come on. Yeah, and he was murdering Christians, and yet he turned. So we hold out hope to these elected officials that are leading uh, the masses astray. we got to pray for them. We we do. We do. We need to pray more. 
Amen. You know, he says, um, for you once were deceived, hateful, hating one another, but after mm-hmm. the kindness and love of God, our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, saved us. Mm-hmm. Right? So we, we are to, to, uh, to be mindful of God's redemption in our own life and always be reminded of that. Yeah. So now moving along here, this Chosen series, have you guys watched any of that? Oh, have you seen it? I haven't. Mm-mm. You saw it? I saw a little, yeah, bit, a little bit of bit. it. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not I saw a huge... little clips of it. Yeah. It looked very interesting. The production value, the I guess it has some some actors have been in other things. So they, yeah, they, 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 it's getting a lot of attention right now. And it's getting a lot of views. I mean, yeah. and mm-hmm. and it, I think that overall, um, overall with some discernment, I think it's a good thing. I mean, it, there's a lot of people that are getting exposed to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a Bible study, you know. Um, so there is literary license there. So I would not discourage people from watching it, although there's many on YouTube that are. And why are they doing that? There's good, good godly people that are saying, don't watch it. It's behind the scenes. Well, yeah, they, yeah, there was yeah. a you know, gay yeah. flag, but it wasn't just that. That's one thing to say, okay, you're a production company. You're not a church. You know, there's freedom of speech. You're going to allow your employees to express themselves. That's fine. But it was the response to that. When you see the uh, producer and the director's response, Dallas, um, mm-hmm. it, the way he responded to it, he basically condemned Christians that were saying, look, it's, yeah. we don't appreciate the gay flag. And then all of a sudden, those people are haters. And so it was the response to it. But the concerns that I see are these, um, is that it's a one-sided Jesus. It's all about mercy, which, by the way, I've seen pictures of the actor that plays Jesus wearing the rainbow shirt as well okay so so here you got you know jesus in that movie you know but he's doing this not on the movie but you know out and about wearing the rainbow shirt and you don't hear the term repentance in fact there was a quote that was given in one of the scenes and jesus says i came not to call the righteous but sinners and it stops there and what jesus said was to call sinners to repentance and literally stopped, I came to call sinners, right? So there's a deliberate avoidance of the full gospel. Let me just say that. So if you're going to watch The Chosen, which I wouldn't discourage you from, just be discerning of the one-sidedness of this, the the kind of mercy-only uh, emphasis rather than truth. Mercy and truth have met together, and that's what we're trying to do here on Kingdom Talk is to balance and bring mm-hmm. both mercy and truth, right? Yeah. And so, um, one other thing that must be uh, you must be aware of is that the director and one of the advisors for the plot and for the actual script uh, are following Richard Rohr, who is a influential New Age Gnostic. I'm familiar with Richard Rohr. He is a Catholic priest who um, is a New Age cosmic christian i'm just telling you i have at least one of his books i think i've skimmed through a couple of them i've refuted his whole approach to the gospel which is no gospel at all and richard Rohr is influencing the writers of this series so i would google richard Rohr and look at his teaching and one of his books called falling forward he's got another one called cosmic christ and um that to me is a game changer when I'm watching something like that, I want to be aware. So I'm not going to go to the chosen for spiritual content. I'm just mm-hmm. telling you. Yeah. 
If you want to go and get entertained, you want to stir up your mind, you want to maybe, you know, look at things from a different perspective a little bit, but always go back to God's word because we want to be tethered to the Bible, mm-hmm. then that that's good. But I would put a little warning out there on that. I'm just happy they're making more Christian content. You know, there's a lot of things out there that are anti-God, anti-Christian, yeah. and so... Uh, there might be some issues with this one, but I know there's some other ones good coming out. There know. is, yeah, and there's uh, the one about the freedom, with a oh, sound of freedom, sound yes. of freedom. That one looks so coming good. out on the Fourth of July, yeah, isn't man, it? Yeah, this Tuesday. I want to go check that out. Yeah, I would encourage everybody to check it out. It's a very powerful story yeah. about an agent um, that uh, a federal agent, and they're dealing with some things on the border. But it's it's very powerful. I hear Dennis that. Um, the movie is done in a way where when you leave the theater, you you have to you can't just walk away and ignore sex trafficking anymore, wow. especially with kids. Like you you literally make a choice of you're going to acknowledge and engage or just ignore it and walk away. That's right. That's right. That's good. That's I'm glad to hear that. I'll yeah. have to try and check that out. Jim Caviezel. Caviezel used to. He's the he's the one. In he's the, the actor. Movie. He played yeah. Jesus. He, played Jesus, he yeah. played Jesus in the Passion yeah. of the Christ. Yeah. yeah. So then, just closing out here, uh, Phil, can you uh, just fill us in on these Supreme Court victories? Uh, there's, mm. there's several, real but, but real quick, the victory for free speech at Supreme Court today, as we're coming in the studio as of Friday. A Christian web designer, it, the Supreme Court ruled in favor six three, basically saying that the, they held they they overruled a, it overturned a decision of a lower court saying that the support same-sex marriages uh, that they had to produce a, any kind of creative output. Basically, they're just saying uh, government cannot tell you what to say. So mm. it's there you speech. go. Yeah. That's the thing. That's our First awesome. Amendment, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, this employee here for the uh, post office mm-hmm. uh, was uh, granted a win here with regards to refusing to work on the Sabbath, the Sunday for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, he got a fired, victory. yeah. yeah. And so that's a, that's good to see that uh, some of those things. And I'll tell you right now, I do hope the Supreme Court overturns the Gay Marriage mm-hmm. Act. I do pray that we restore traditional marriage. Uh, and uh, not apologizing for it uh, because we are looking for what's best. Yeah. Uh, and again, you can disagree. I'm not going to hate you if you disagree. Uh, but I'm going to tell you that uh, there's good reason for promoting traditional marriage, because first of all, it's healthy, it's wholesome, it's uh, the best way to go. With you know, history has proven this over and over again. It's not perfect. There's bad marriages and divorce and all that, but it's definitely uh, uh, the the right way to go. And we want the best for our fellow citizens. That's why we're taking a stand Amen. here on Kingdom Talk every Saturday from twelve to one. We have Kingdom Talk two every Saturday from one to two, diving deeper. We're very excited about Kingdom Talk 2.0 as well. Starting in a, a very short time, we're going to be doing a whole series on the end times because we recognize that we're called to be sons of Issachar to understand the times to know what Israel, to know what the kingdom ought to do. And so, brothers, it's been a privilege today to navigate these treacherous waters, yes, but we're on salvation's sure ship leading to the harbor to find peace and rest and hope in Christ. Let's go forward with a lift in our heels. Let's continue to put our faith in Jesus Christ. Go out and tell someone Jesus Christ rose from the dead. God bless you.